All right, it's February 1st, and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we're talking about Aria Grande's new tattoo, the Michael Jackson documentary, and Artie Lang's nose. It's the usual three tonight, being uh, Dave, Jimmy, and myself. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always stomach Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you'd be pawned off as your own? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. Nope. All right. This past weekend's box office, January 25th through 27th, Glass stayed on top. Number one at 18.8 million. Number two was The Upside at 11.9. Number three was Aquaman for 7.2. Uh, the Kid Who Would Be King debuted at number four, 7.1, pretty terrible. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is still hanging on there in the five spot after seven weeks in the top five. Not Green, bad. Green Book's still up in the top ten, too. I figured that would have slipped away. Wow. I didn't even notice that they're sitting there. Uh, it's up, up 153% from last week. Oh, hey, our, uh, our favorite movie, A Dog's Way Home, still up there, too. Sad Green Book. That looks like Green Book's getting a, a for your consideration push in the theaters. Yeah, Probably. last week last week it was 14th, and this week is six. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Not bad. Go Green Book, go. That's my, that's my pick to win the whole thing. It's mm-hmm. my pick. It's my pick. It's your pick. It's my pick. It's your pick. It's wrong, but it's your pick. Okay. Sorry. Right, let's uh, Dive into things worth mentioning but not worth discussing, but we're going to talk about them just a little bit. Dave, you want to start it off? Yeah. Ariana Grande wanted to commemorate her new hit single, Seven Rings, by tattooing the name in Japanese on her palm for some reason. But it actually says Barbecue Grill. Apparently the symbol for seven paired with the symbol for rings creates a totally different word, and that's something you just learned today. Fun facts. Yeah. I mean, that seems rude to whoever did the tattooing. They had well, know, she right? probably went to some like West Hollywood place. But I also they, they looked up on Google. Yeah, why don't you just put in seven rings into like Google Translate? I'm sure. Wait, it's... the picture of the hand with a tattoo on it and the sleeve coming over—that's her. It yep. looks like a doll. It looks like plastic. Oh, well, she is a doll. Like. She is a doll. Yeah. She says that her neck gets hurt by having to wear a high pony all the time. So. That's feel bad fuck. for. Her. <laughs> but uh. No, you don't. I love her high pony, so I understand that she has to keep wearing it. I'm big glad she stopped wearing the uh, the ki- the cat ears with it. That was her signature for a while. Big high pony. I mean, this is a classic mistake. Just don't get tattoos in languages you don't understand. Or, like, get someone you trust who knows that language. Why would you get a verify. tattoo on your palm? I don't know. This just seems stupid. I don't know. The more I thought about it, the more I'm kind of on board with that location. Because it's easy to hide. It's not like... I don't know. Is it very personal for you? It's like in your palm, whatever. And it's Shake not... someone's hand, they're going to think you got dirt on your hand. Well, yeah, not if it's a good right. tattoo. No, they won't know. I don't I... know. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't. First, my gut reaction was that's really weird. But now I'm like, no, I can get on board. It's like, remember those lip tattoos people used to get? Yeah, yeah I those hated faded. those too. Those, those are stupid. But, I mean, they're they're hideable. They faded, though. It's even know. better for them. Okay. Well, okay. A few months ago, comedian Artie Lang appeared in public with a collapsed nose 
I think this happened like once for the last five years. Uh, he blamed it on years of drug abuse, saying his nose and the cartilage and all got like fucking deteriorated. But now he says that he was kidnapped because of a gambling debt and the kidnapper crushed his nose to knock him out and dragged him into a van. I believe both stories. It probably let's just a little column A, column B, mix it together. Oh, yeah. He did. I, he, his nose was fucked up. Like his nose was waiting. House of Cards. They probably just like booped him on the nose, like a little super bad kiss good night, and it just collapsed. Yep, just to tip the edges. I actually, 100%. I actually read that story this time, and I because you guys called me off for not reading. It's really yeah. interesting because he he got knocked out for about ten minutes. He woke up in the van. And he looked at the guy, it was a young kid, and he was like, buddy, you're doing this wrong. My, I've known the bookie since I was 12 years old. He's not going to like this. And the, <laughs> the kid got scared, and he let him out. He, he like ran away. So he was, ki- he was kidnapped for like all of a half hour. Nice. Well, yeah, the, his nose looks terrible. It's, 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 it's awful. It's like one of those uh, stuffed animals that lost half a stuffing. Yeah, it's uh, pretty brutal to look at, but pretty funny. Yeah, Google Artie Lang and his gross ass nose. Artie Lang is a weird, weird has a weird life. Yeah, like is he successful? He is, but he's also not. He is uh, successful in notoriety, but not with monetary. Yeah, I think I don't he's know. funny. I feel like he's probably fine money wise. That's the well. People who are fine money wise don't have sixty two thousand dollar gambling debts that they get kidnapped over. Counterpoint: Preds from Barstool. He hasn't been kidnapped. But he definitely owes that much. Yeah, but he has, he also has an Antucka house, and he also has uh, millions in the bank. He's just stingy about it. I feel hey, like I'm, I'm going to look up Artie Lang's net worth. I feel like he's still got money. Google's being a son of a bitch right now. Why? <laughs> Tried to Google a healthy Artie Lang, and they're just giving me no shot. Okay, here's here's a good one. Mid-90s? Mid yeah, like when he was healthy and young. I read Artie, Artie Lang's book, Too Fat to Fish. I liked it a lot. He's entertaining. Yeah, I like Dave, it. Dave, you got that net worth? Um, when he was on the Howard Stern show, his salary was $2 million a year. You can and blow so through that they, really they, easily. Yeah, it just says over a million. Okay. Uh, yeah. This says his net worth is five hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that Internet. Sucks. All right, so um, moving on to the next one. All the models who promoted the Fire Festival on social media, the one we talked about on Monday in our, in our podcast, they have been suspe- subpoenaed to disclose their uh, how much they were paid for their posts. Uh, this might result in the models having to give their money back because the reason why is it's like a because of how much debt the festival is in. It's like when a company goes out of business or, or shuts the doors all of a sudden and they owe a lot of money to the employees. If they give like $100,000 bonuses to the management and the bosses, that's kind of like a payoff or illegal. And they, uh, of course, don't like that. So Kendall Jenner might have to give back her $1.5 million for one post. I don't agree with this. I, like, they did their job. They got people excited to do it. So they're, But like, they're, they're party to fraud. But I don't, like, that's not their job to know if the festival is actually going to happen or not. It's their job to just post a picture but they posted misleading information about them going to go to this thing, so they're also in fraud for that. Mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think if they did that and they weren't going to go, then yes. But some mm-hmm. of these people were just like, post like how great it's going to be without saying like they're going to be there. I mean, the, the core, they're looking for money any which way they can, so this just makes sense. It's one of those dominoes you got to knock over to try to get to the end. Oh, yeah. You, you, no harm in trying to get it back. 
but yeah. I just don't think they should have to. I mean, Kendall Jenner will, will like go to her, her nightstand and pull out that one point five million or what if she has. It doesn't matter to her. Yeah, means nothing. Mm-hmm. But known crazy person Alex Baldwin wrote a piece for CNN this week with a new solution for saving the planet, which is just to eat healthy. He says to stop wasting farm crops on feeding big animals and instead just grow fruits and nuts for the world. I mean, he's not, like, wrong. That would probably help a lot. I, it's stupid. I'm never going to do that. But I, I struggle getting through that article. It was it was tough. And I was searching for some kind of solution, but it was just like, oh, yeah, we have farms. And a lot of the food goes to eat feed animals that, that we eat. I don't know. I feel like that if that was really that easy and all it took was for one Alec Baldwin article, I think we've been all set by now. I just hate when celebrities decide to cross borders and be more important than they really are and talk about things that they don't know about. The real solution is going to be like when scientists just start growing meat and all that shit. The real solution is just going to realize we can't save it and we're here temporarily and the sun's going to explode and we're all going to die. Boom. Woo. Whatever. I'm with you. Who yeah. cares? No, it's just, what about your great-grandchildren? I don't know them. What about your daughter? She'll be fine. No. The world's not going to end within the next 60 years. Scientists who say, sure. like, in 15 years, the world's going to be like, every winter will be this p- past week in Chicago. No, yeah, false. I, I've seen idiots. movies that happen in the future. It's it's fine. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Michael Jackson's nephew calls a documentary... Leaving Neverland a one-sided hit job. Crowds who watched it at Sundance Film Festival said they needed 400 showers to feel clean. Must be terrible at showering. Due to uh, the stuff Michael Jackson is accused of. You know, I used to be all in on Michael Jackson being a creep job and all that stuff. I don't think he is anymore. Until I saw Corey Feldman, like, attack and out every other person. He literally, like, named the dude who ran the Soda Pop Kids, whatever that guy's name is, that fuck. Mm-hmm. He, he outed him and he outed everyone and he the entire time I said Michael Jackson never did anyone to anyone he was just a weird guy that liked liked hanging out with kids but he never did anything to anyone and Corey Feldman's out for blood <laughs> so I, I'm I'm fully on that like Michael Jackson was just a fucking weirdo that's, but that's not harmful it, when I was younger I was in the same boat I was just all in on him being like a pedophile mm-hmm. but I've read was, a couple articles easy over joke. the past yeah hundred percent. But I've read a few articles over the past few years, and it seems like he just had a lot of mental problems, and that was his best way to like make friends and really just connect with any other individual. Because he was famous at the age of like six, he never had a normal childhood growing up. Yeah, I mean, I I stand on the side that uh, I wasn't there, and I have no idea what actually happened. But I do know Neverland Ranch was creepy as shit, and that existed. So yeah. I don't like it. I'm not saying anything happened that, that was illegal or anything, but it's sure shit something that I would never want to be in. Yeah. Also, I forget what You was. sound like you're accusing him of being a pedophile. No, I'm accusing him of being a weird person that I don't want to talk to. I forget what article it was, but somebody had pointed out that originally these rumors were brought up and they were all like unanimously disproved. And then some kid who never even hung out with him claimed Michael Jackson molested him and he just got like a small payout. And then the kids who, like, actually used to hang out with him started saying that happened. I read that. I read something like that, too. Weird. Maybe they saw some kid who wasn't even involved with Michael Jackson get money, and now the parents want more money. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we'll never really know. I hate a gender-filled documentary, so boo. Boo. 
I'm a fan of creepy stuff. I'm got, I guess I'm morbid interest in this, so I'm going to watch it. Oh, Shin, you should watch the fucking Abducted in Plain Sight. What? New Netflix series about this girl who her parents, like, let this dude abduct her, basically, because they're dumb as hell, and he tricked them. And he made her believe she was an alien on a mission, and she was 12 and, like, bought in. This it's is real? It was, yeah, it's real. It's on Netflix. It's the most fucked up thing, if, but it's... That sounds awesome. Like, the documentary or whatever. That's, really that's fascinating. You don't think the kidnapping and the rape is awesome, though? No. 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 The story. No. It's like, a story. story. And I, I like the... Think, it's, it's research. I didn't think the story was awesome, either, because I don't like watching people that are, are that dumb. You know what I mean? It pisses yeah. me off. Like, you, I, like, you don't like making murder because it was dumb people. No. That I liked. Because <laughs> okay, I, but they were very dumb. They're not as dumb as this, dude. Really? They gave their daughter away to a fucking pedophile, knowingly. All right, I'm going to look into that. Watch it. It's crazy. Then, All right. All right, so um, this past weekend, the SAG Awards were, were on... Um, Nobody really cared because True Detective came out. Shout out our podcast. But Rami Malek and Glenn Close won for Best Actor and Actress. And it just, it proves that nobody has any idea what the fuck is going on in this award season. And it's it's madness. It Outright also, madness. It also proves that they're probably going to win it in the Oscars. I think it's the last 13 years in a row. It's been whoever wins that also wins the Oscar. No. Well, if, no. If Rami Malek... Wins Malik. Best Actor for in the Oscars. I'm boycotting something. Yeah, I mean, he just... Glenn Close, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't watched The Wife, but whatever. I'm, I'm going to have some kind of faith in there that says it's okay. Because I, I know the rest of the actresses in there, not super strong. But Rami Malek is going up against a pretty, fairly decent crew with Christian Bale and Bradley Cooper alone. Why does everyone hate... Uh, Bradley Cooper. I don't know. Everyone used to love him. I don't know what happened. I don't think anyone hates him. I think it's what I said last week, which is that um, it released too early and people kind of forgot about it. Well, that's that's stupid. Yeah, I don't Although think it was that, that early. Con- they did that concert this week to try and get their names back out there. Which, but, by the way... Queen released like a week after. Yeah, they were simultaneous almost. Oh, then I don't um, know. Yeah. No, that, that that concert, by the way, I'd like to re- revisit a conversation that we had going to uh, what's more plausible, uh, Lady Gaga winning the Oscar or Bradley Cooper winning a Grammy. Do you want to amend your statement that says that Bradley Cooper could win a Grammy? Anyone can win a Grammy. It's yeah. not a real award. That's, yeah. Okay, sure. He sucked at singing live. That's all, that's all I'm trying to get he sounded to. Ju- no, he sounded great in that video. No, he did not. Which one did you see? Because there was the shitty crowd one, and then there's like someone on the stage with them professionally shooting it. Were they probably dubbed in the the, the studio one? Sure, that probably know. sounded wonderful. Well, I didn't even see this. They had a concert. Yeah, no, he was he was watching Lady Gaga's concert in Vegas, and she pulled him up there to, to sing the shallow. Wow. It was it was very obvious that they were trying to get a little push for Oscar season, which is fine. It was it was entertaining for people there. I like it. But he was he, great. He was uh, not. You walked at the wrong thing. No. Because right, con- concert it is, videos it from the fans always. Here it is. Let's all judge together. Okay. 
Sucking his dick saying he can win a Grammy off this. Did we really say that? Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, win a Grammy no. for win a Grammy for best song from a movie. I don't think that's what you meant. You're like outright no, no, like no. We, new we, single. No. What would be more impressive? Him winning a Grammy or Lady Gaga winning an Oscar, and we said it would be more impressive for Lady Gaga, which we thought would happen because that's what a it was. is easy. That's what I was. And I was in the firm oh, stance so saying that. So we said it would be more impressive if Lady Gaga won an Oscar, and you said that that was us saying he was going to win a Grammy. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I was, Dave reminded me. I was saying that if 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 he were to win a Grammy, it'd be more impressive because there's no fucking chance with that voice he could win a Grammy. It's not, not that I, good. I downloaded uh, Star Is Born. I think I'm going to watch it and cry tonight. Yeah, you should. It's a great movie. Ooh, maybe I'll watch that instead of you. Yeah, I'm kind of out on you after after our brief discussion. All right, for you guys at home, you is uh, a, a show on Netflix. Not we're not just being mean to each other. Oh yeah. yeah. You all right? You want to just hop into? Yeah, let's go into recommendations. Uh, recommendations. We don't have a major headliner this week because either we weren't paying attention or nothing actually happened of, of true substance. So we're just gonna go recommendations. And you guys will talk about you. Go ahead. Go nuts. Yeah, the the internet is in love with the show, so I started it this week. I'm six and a half episodes in, and it's not good. I don't know why the internet... The internet seems to be in love with it the same way they're in love with 13 Reasons Why, which was also bad. What's the premise of you? This guy stalks this girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, infiltrates her life. Yeah. Interesting. He, he, like, makes her fall in love with him. But he narrates it the whole time. The first episode, I was like, this is a cool premise. Uh, And then everyone was in love with it, so I want to be in love with what everyone else is in love with so I can talk about it. But after talking with Dave, he's kind of reaffirmed my subconscious. Like, yeah, it's not that good. Hmm. And it is very 13 Reasons Why, which was like melodrama for melodrama reasons only and terrible. Hmm. So, I think you'd like it, Shane. Whoa. <laughs> That's a bit oh, of a no, shot. You, no, I meant because you like like the 13 Reasons Why type shows. Uh, Yeah, I do. Like I, I didn't mean it as a show. Like I mean, that was I, I watch fucking Riverdale. It's not good TV. <laughs> like everyone has guilty pleasures. I think you would enjoy this as a guilty pleasure. Interesting. I'm gonna give it a shot. I think at least the first episode. See what it's about. Um, what I've been watching recently, uh, past week is the Ted Bundy tapes. Mm-hmm. Oof. Talk about my alley. My goodness. I mean, Ted Bundy is most maniacally insane and terrifying serial killer of, of all time. Not not for his like procedure, but what he did and how he defended it and how he he still claims he or he still claimed he was innocent right to the end. Uh, the Ted Bundy tapes. I'm two episodes in. Watch them; they're really good. But it just blows my mind how like easy it was back then. Yeah, like the first yeah, six girls. Like because cops didn't no... talk to each other. What's that? Because cops didn't talk to each other. If you if you did a crime in one city and then go 15 miles west to a different town and do the same thing, the cops didn't talk to each other. Yeah, no DNA, no like way to look at evidence. Like it was like crazy how easy it w- was what he was doing. 
Yeah, all I you feel do like is... it's it's amazing there weren't more serial killers back then. Oh no, man! The the sixties and seventies were were the the heyday for serial killers. But I mean, it's still like not as much as there could have been with how little communications between like I think there was. I think we probably only know about sixty to seventy percent of the actual serial killers. I, that's still, I think people got away with it. There, there should be thousands in every city. I mean, do you know how many murders happen every year, like till still today? Yeah, but that's not serial killers. Like, yeah, there some should of them be are. like thousands of serial killers in every city. There pretty much are. I don't think. So. I don't know. My favorite my favorite murder is they have not run out of material yet, and they're three years into it doing three stories a week. It's crazy. It's just insane. A murder is different than serial killing. Yeah, but no, they they. They do a lot of serial killers, trust me. What's the number for serial? Uh, it is anything with, um, I think it's two, but it has to have the same exact uh, pattern. Right. Or, I'm going to look it up. I think it's two. I always thought it was three, but I think they just confirmed it was two. Two is pretty, you can that's, kill your mom and dad? Yeah, no, but it has to, be, a... has to be separate, um, separate occasions, separate locations, but the same like method. So I just... Googled it. It's okay. three or more people, and it has to involve like some sort of abnormal psychological gratification. Really? And it has to take place for over a month. That's what it was. And so, there has to be a significant period of time between them. I don't know what that means. Like that's vague. well, it can't be like you know you you do like, like one, one person two, downstairs and then go upstairs, wait an hour and do another one. That's all one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it means. Okay, I thought it was two. It's three. And it ha- but it has to have a, a method and, there we go, psychological. But, I mean, if you kill anybody, there's something psychological going on there. Yeah. Um, what if you're an many... accidental serial killer? If you're just a, a serial manslaughterer? Yeah, just, just unlucky. That would suck. Just like you're, you're just, like, you're really good at running down people accidentally with it, with your car. Yeah. 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 I bet it's happened. Yeah. Mother of so, Death. Speaking of Mother of Death, listen to our review on Monday about the favorite in Queen Anne. I, I looked it up. There's about 400 serial killers in U.S. history. That's it? Yeah, that's not that many. No, I mean, that's all just... I guarantee there's more. There has to be but more. But no, like, there's, that's, like, known? Yeah, exactly, known. But I, I, I feel like it should be... Way more 400,000. <laughs> what are you talking about? I would say probably like twelve to fifteen hundred. It sounds more about ri- more right. I don't know with how easy it was to kill and like how shitty people are. I feel like more people would just be killing back then. You think that we there should be one million two hundred thousand victims? Well, no, I don't want that. And but <laughs> I feel like there's no like this doesn't seem like it's that much. And they didn't coin the term serial. Society is relatively good. (laughs) I don't know. I hate people. I don't know. They they didn't coin the term serial killer until the seventies. So prior to that, I think they they missed a lot. I don't know. Like the first one they list on this list is from like the twenties. Well, those the most obvious ones. Jack the Ripper and shit like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of crazy shit, we all liked King. Wait. Oh, we're not ready to move on yet, Jimmy. <laughs> no, no, no. Dave is not right ready just yet. Link, from two years ago, the New Yorker estimates there's about 2,000 serial killers currently at large. That's just... 
that's just trying to, to rouse the crowd. I'm with the New Yorker. There's okay. thousands of serial killers out there. All right, we can move on. Okay. Let's talk about crazy, Jimmy. Kidding. I watched Kidding a while ago. I knew Sheehan would love it. I tried to get him to watch it. He watched it. He loved it. Now Dave's watched it. He loves it. Jim Carrey's show on Showtime. Basically, Mr. Rogers meets... I had a good example last time. It was Mr. Rogers meets something. Mr. Rogers snaps, basically. Mm -hmm. And my favorite part of it was that you didn't know when when he was actually done snapping. Because I texted you. I was like, oh, he just snapped. Here we go. And that was the end of the first episode. I wasn't even close. No. No. He didn't, like, snap, snap until... But I thought, I thought, like, okay, well, he, when he, when he yeah. ripped the, the, the faucet off the sink, I was like, ah, here we go. What, it's what was happening. your favorite scene? Can we do that, or is it spoilers? I think we do. Hey, we people, do it. spoilers. It's, it's the out, end of the... It's been out for, like, months. I'll do it in a way that doesn't give anything away. When his whole family agrees and gets his back and starts yelling in support of him, yep. loved that scene. That, that was, was my favorite scene of the whole series. I was didn't gonna, see it coming, and then I was like... Hell yeah! I was gonna tell you, I've always, I've always kept track of my favorite "fuck you" in a movie, yeah. and up until this, it was always the town with uh, the fuck the guy's name is uh, Hawkeye, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. He's he's stuck behind a mailbox, and he's like, "Come on, get out!" He's like, "Fuck you!" in a really thick Boston accent. This one, the father just screaming it at a at a quiet dinner table was. I had I, I, I had to rewind it because I was tears were going to my face. I couldn't stop laughing. It's really good. And then and then the the ex wife calling her a, a c word. Oh yeah, she's just she her a cunt. just ama- amazing. <laughs> um, favorite scene? That's hard. There's a lot. I love Andy. Well, I don't know what his real name is. The boyfriend. Yes, he was great. I think. The the last scene. I'm I'm just gonna go with that because that's standing out in my mind right now. That's a pretty important scene. Yeah, which I yeah. can't really describe without really spoiling the whole series. So, okay, it's it's an act of aggression that you may or, I, we could talk. It may or may not have actually happened. It could have been in his brain because he had been hallucinating it up until that point too. No, it happened. It definitely happened. I know, but it's it's and it's like, fun to think. In the moment, I was like, wait, was that just what? Like, is it gonna snap back to him in the car and daydreaming about it? All my reviews that I read were really impressed with the reveal of all the puppets being people in his life and who his puppet was. I didn't care about that at all. I I like that. Oh, I didn't care about that either. Yeah. I kept reading, and they were like, oh, did you see which puppet represented? I was like, I don't care. That didn't enhance the story for me at all. Well, no, because it showed that the the sister had a good knowledge of him being crazy from the start. Oh, you know, another scene I really liked that was kind of a happy scene is when he introduces the librarian puppet to the girlfriend. Trying that to was keep cool. it vague. I, I, I just the, liked that scene. That was like an uplifting moment. I liked yeah. when the kid went down Pickle Barrel Falls and it, it worked and he was safe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite is, I've said it over and over again, it is the uh, ice show. How it ends in a perfect Sheehan fashion. Chaos. A little bit of violence, a little a little bit of blood. Certain <laughs> celebrities, certain there. celebrities getting their ice uh, their throat slit accidentally. I'm the not little, spoiling anything. The little kid just screaming. I took my eyes off her. <laughs> it's my fault. I forgot about that kid. He was he was convinced if he weren't watching her, she was gonna fall. Ugh. 
I mean, I think I was most impressed with Jim Carrey because whenever I watch Jim Carrey, he always does that signature Jim Carrey like little flair where he's really, really animated. And I know, like, you know, uh, what was it? Whatever. A bunch of movies he doesn't do that. He's, he's played serious roles before. But this Sunshine, one, Small is fine. That's, I was thinking Sunshine, yeah. Um, and the, the theater one, but... Truman Show. No, the other one. The Majestic. And for this one, though, he was actively the the most unanimated person on screen at all times. He was so reserved, and he was... But still, you, you could see how much passion was coming through him. He was really acting with his face and with his eyes, with, but would not, like... He usually does with his, like, fucking jaw swinging around. I was really I, impressed by him. I agree. I Because he's been in the news a lot the last few years as, like, a certifiably, actually, like, crazy person. Yeah. But this made me remember how good he legitimately is. Like, when he tries, he's a yeah. world-renowned actor. And he just doesn't try anymore because he doesn't have projects that interest him that much. It, it makes me sad because imagine what we could have got out of him if he didn't dive down the Ace Ventura hole. Imagine if he didn't, like, get go crazy from the uh, Andy Kaufman situation. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, Adam Sandler. When he puts out good movies, he's a great actor. I, maybe. I, I, I guess I just don't remember him being good. Um, Punch Drunk Love, Murrowitz Stories. There's been mm-hmm. a, like, he's only done, like, a handful of them. Spanglish. Yeah. Never saw that one. But Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> that wasn't. <laughs> Oscar Caliber. Yep. So, yeah, uh, kidding. I think we're going to all give it a five popcorns and a uh, 95%. Yeah, go watch Kidding. Uh, yeah. And we just rated it. I just rated it for us. I agree. All yeah, right. Sure, that sounds fine. <laughs> all right. So uh, movies coming out this week are, is Miss Bala, which I had never heard of. It's the only nationwide release. Uh, it looks awful. Did you see the trailer? I looked at the poster. It wasn't for me, so I didn't even bother. Uh, Arctic came, is a limited one, and Velvet Buzzsaw is coming out on Netflix. Velvet Buzzsaw we're pretty high on, right? Yes, we're reviewing it next week, so everybody watch it this weekend. Yeah, not next Monday, the Monday after that. Yes. So that's going to wrap up this edition of Headliners. Thanks for listening. As always, tell all your friends. Uh, rate, subscribe, wait, rate, subscribe, review, like, follow us on at sixpackcinema.com and Twitter and Instagram, and uh, come back next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>